Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 244. It is Friday, October 16th. I am Kellen. With me is Tim. What's up, Tim? Say hi, please. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Thanks for hanging in there if you're watching live. Uh, YouTube, love. What a platform. What a platform. Uh, Anyways, after a little bit of issue there, we're back. So thanks for hanging out if you're if you're if you're live and in the chat. Um, and if you can see us, give us, you know, like a thumbs up or something, because last time we talked for like 15 minutes and you guys couldn't see us. So um, anyways, big show, big show. There was a lot going on this week I'm trying to I'm trying to regain here. Regain. Yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, we have already had like basically we did the whole show. Now we're just doing it again. We really did. <laughs> We really did go through like an entire like 15 minutes of talking to absolutely no. Anyways, so uh, it was a big week. It was a big week. Uh, we, well, I don't know what happened Monday. We were just doing stuff preparing for later in the week because later in the week, well, Apple, Apple had its announcement, which was, you know, fun. They announced like 16 iPhone 12 models, uh, but we're not here to talk about Apple and, you know, the iPhone 12. We're here to talk about what happened Wednesday. So Wednesday embargoes lifted on Pixel Pixel units. So I have a Pixel 5. Tim has a Pixel 4a 5G. We could finally talk about them. We've had them for about a week-ish, um, but we could talk about them Wednesday morning. So we did that a little bit. But also this happened, though. Wednesday morning was the OnePlus 8T announcement. I've also had this for a while. That review dropped. We haven't done the Pixel 5 and 4a reviews yet, but the 8T review's done. And then Tim also has he has something oh. special. He has something, something special. Oh. Paching. <laughs> there it is. The uh the swively LG wing is in the building. So this show is uh really just to talk about some devices. There might be other news, and I in my brain this week is just so fried from the review stuff, the device announcements. It was Amazon Prime Day week. We had a couple days of that, which is always <laughs> absurd. It's been a hell of a week. And then to top it off, you know, we just spent 20 minutes talking and you guys couldn't see us. So, uh, again, we're regaining and we're going to talk devices today. Pixel 5, Pixel 4 5G, OnePlus 8T. Tim will talk about the wing a little bit. And then we'll try to do trivia. We are on a bit of a time crunch. <laughs> we're going to get to it, though. We're going to get to the damn trivia. So at the end of every show, if you're new around here, we do trivia. We give free stuff to people who just hang out with us. And then answer some questions at the end of the show. We have five questions as always. Five prizes for five winners. $10 of Google Play credit to everyone who wins. It should be good. So stick around after the device talk. And we'll, yeah, and then just we'll uh, just so we don't forget, in our last episode, well, the one that we did 10 minutes ago, we had a couple of donations. I want to get to those. Uh, Sarah Washington said she was going to be able to watch us live. Hopefully that's still the case. Donated $3. Thank you very much. I wrote them down. <laughs> And then uh, Scott R. Uh, with a ten dollar donation was saying that maybe if he donated money we would hurry up, but he didn't. What he didn't know was that we were live and we just were. talking to ourselves. So uh, thank you guys for the donations. Yeah, thank you. Sorry <laughs> that we uh, couldn't all talk about those live the first time around as you were doing those. Um, Apologies. And a couple more. Sergey just dropped dollar fifty Canadian. Nice popcorn. Sticker nice. emoji there. Love to see that. And mystical Melissa, five bucks oh. says that you guys are the best heart. Oh, thank you, both of you, for the donuts. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Sarah says it's still the case. Let's go. Hype train. A 
couple people asking what the earbuds are, uh, noticing that they look thick. Yes, these are the OnePlus Buds. Still rocking the OnePlus Buds during the show, and they are. They are. I mean, they, you know, they hang out. They point in weird directions and stuff. It might be about the last time I wear them. The thing is, I was trying to do the Pixel Buds, and if you guys missed the show a few weeks ago, like, one of them just died mid-show, like, drained in, like, an hour, which is absurd. So I haven't. I haven't gone back to those, and I just haven't rocked the over ears. Maybe I'll just have to go back to over ears. Mm. Yeah, these are. I mean, they're. I, I wouldn't walk around in public in these very often, but you know, you don't walk around them. in public at all. So. I don't go in public. No, it's hard being uh, an influencer. Sergey's dropped another two bucks. Says you guys are all good. Thanks, Sergey. Oh man, yeah. Bircher says there's something about Mary that. I won't say it looks that bad, but it's close to looking like that. It is kind of, right? We're close. Is that hair gel? (laughs) I could use some of that. What a disgusting movie. Yeah. What a great movie. So inappropriate. Andy. Andy. I'm sorry. Go for it. Uh, Two bucks says, Tim, where is Trump? Yeah, the cutout. Uh, He's back at the White House or wherever recovering after his case of COVID, man. Uh, Prayers up to POTUS. Yeah. Put a mask on. Yeah. Should have worn uh, a mask. <laughs> all right, let's get into this. <laughs> yeah. So we'll start with Pixels. Uh, Pixel 5, Pixel 4a, 5G. Uh, again, the price breakdown there. Pixel 4a, 5G is a 499 phone. Verizon also happens to sell their own version for 599 because their dumb 5G millimeter wave costs extra money. Um, and they also happen to sell a white one. The unlocked model, which Tim has at 499, only comes in black. Uh, then the Pixel 5 comes in black or this uh, Baby Yoda, um, and it costs $699. It probably would be cheaper than that, but Verizon and Google put 5G millimeter wave antennas in here, and so it costs $699, which is probably $100 or $50 bucks too much. Um, so those are the pricing breakdowns. Uh, let's see. Oh, our reviews. I'm trying to think of all the stuff we talked about when you guys couldn't see us. <clears throat> so our reviews, they aren't up yet. A um, couple of reasons. Um, the Pixel 4a 5G doesn't launch in the US until like mid, like November 19th or something. So there, we haven't found a huge rush there to to get that one out. Tim's spending his, his time with it. Uh, the Pixel 5, I got mine a few days later than I expected. And so I didn't want to rush a review. And I was reviewing the AT at the same time. So, you know, I, I, I want to give both of those phones the, the time they deserve. Um, and the Pixel 5 in the U.S. also doesn't launch until the end of October. Uh, it, it launches across the globe in the like four countries Google sells it in the 15th. That's why that was the embargo. But in the U.S., it's not until the end of the month. So Pixel 5 will be up soon, though, like probably in the next several days or something like that. Um, so we should probably start cameras, I'm thinking. So cameras... Both phones have the exact same camera setups, uh, 12 megapixel main sensor, 16 megapixel wide angle. They both run the same processor, so the image processing and stuff should all basically be the same. So no matter which phone you buy, $200 price difference, it should have the exact same camera. Hmm. Uh, You should be able to take the same photos. So we posted a, a sort of large thread of photos that we've both taken um, here in the uh, great Portland area. Uh, similar weather so we, you can kind of see that they can take very very similar pictures i 
think my takeaway, oh, I, I should mention that last year we had the same 12 megapixel camera. In fact, we've had the same 12 megapixel main camera for several versions of Pixel phones. It is the exact same camera module and everything that we've used, I think, since the Pixel 2. So that hasn't changed. And then they slapped in the 16 megapixel wide angle. Last year we had a telephoto. This year we got wide angle. Anyways, after looking at the photos that I took, and in, in particular, I took my next to the 8T. Like I went on a photo shoot mm. with them and I was taking the same pictures with the 8T everywhere I went using its wide angle and standard versus the pixels. And then you walked around obviously and did, did a photo shoot with the 485G. I guess my sort of thought with the full, with the Pixel 5 pictures and the camera is that it's still Google's pictures. Um, they're still contrasty. They still have that eye appeal. Like Google's processing, they clearly have figured out what looks good to your eye when on a phone. It has a little bit of this extra contrast that maybe bring up some shadows a little bit. Like they, they do a good job of just kind of hitting what looks really good to your eye. Rather than going for the 100% cleanest, natural, raw-looking photo, they kind of do some tricks to play to your eye, I feel like. And these photos still look like that. I think where I'm at now, though, is that they just haven't advanced at all. Like a couple years ago, we went, oh, man, the Pixel camera is so far ahead of everyone. It's so good, and everyone's been trying to catch up. You know, and I still think in some cases, Google, particularly at night, um, low light, the night side, Google's is still the best, I think. But just day-to-day -day pictures, this phone takes good pictures. I just don't know that we've like, advanced at all. And that's and I kind of go, yeah, it takes good pictures. And I would you know rely on it still like I have all Pixel phones. But if I go, which phone do I want to leave the house with? It used to just be, well, I'm probably going to take the Pixel. Now I'm like, well, all my phones take good pictures because that's what it is in 2020. The S20 does, the Fold 2, the Fold 2, Fold 2 does. The, the Pixel 5 does. The 4A, the regular one, without the wide angle, takes the same pictures, the same damn camera. Um, this 8T takes really good photos. So, yeah, it's a good camera, but it's not like the best camera. Like, What are your thoughts on the 4A 5G? The well, camera. my thoughts is that it, it's a Pixel camera, and there's not much. You're sure, they're not, they may not be advancing, but... I mean, the experience is still really good. It's still one of the better ones. Yes, all your recent 2020 flagship devices take good pictures, but I would still, you know, put the Pixels pictures maybe even above those in terms of just realism, I guess. Samsung phones still have a tendency to either uh, overexpose sometimes or oversaturate certain colors, whereas Pixels, I mean, they seem closest to real life to my eye and so i still value that quite a bit and even though they may not be you know doing experimental crap but that's what i like you know like they're just kind of sticking with what works you know they're not bright don't fix what ain't broke and and we'll see maybe if that changes they did of course add the wide angle lens now my personal preference is a wide angle versus the telephoto i know some people would say different some people wish they would have added all the different kind of sensors and lenses and all that stuff but Hey, you know, I mean, they had I'm to fine stick with the to two. <laughs> I'm fine with the two. I'm fine with the ultra wide. I mean, telephoto, it just tends to screw things up anyway. It doesn't even look all that good sometimes. Well, so, well, like, look at this thing. This thing has four cameras, 
two of them are usable. Like mm. it has a main and a wide, and then they threw in a five megapixel macro and a two megapixel monochrome. Like what the hell are you going to use a five megapixel and two meg? Like those are just a waste. They're just there to say we have four cameras. So yeah, again, I'm I'm fine with there being two in the pixel. Yeah, and then all, and also to say that they haven't advanced. I mean the pro- the thing that. I- feel like we got to keep remembering is that google like advanced the whole picture taken thing still beyond anyone what anyone can either catch up to or feels like catching up to some companies are trying to imitate night sight but no one i don't think has come close in terms of like the quality of photos that you can take with the pixel camera at night with say a tripod is insane like you can go out there and like do some legit astrophotography and you just can't, you simply can't do it on a Samsung device because I think the exposure time is still limited to 30 seconds. Um, so they haven't put in that time, uh, I think, to kind of keep up with that. Maybe, maybe Google is just thinking people really like stars and Samsung doesn't think it's all that necessary. But like if a Samsung phone had an astrophotography mode, I'd, I'd be all over it. But it simply doesn't. So... Uh, until I'm sick of looking at the stars, I'll just stick with my pixel camera. Like, and that's, it'll be my favorite. So there. (laughs) Yeah. There's, I I guess there's something to be said for, you know, don't, don't try to change a formula that's working. I guess like, I don't know. I, I feel like there's, and I'm not just saying that Google needs to change their camera system just to do something new. I guess I just look at the photos now and I, while they're still good and maybe it's just because I feel like everyone is caught up that everyone's photos look good where it used to, I used to look at the pixel photos and go, well, these are just better than everyone else's. And so, and, and, and I, and I guess maybe my mind is now going, well, Google's aren't just better than everyone else's anymore. So they need to do something different. And maybe that's just the wrong thought to have. Maybe I shouldn't be looking at them going, well, yeah, you guys, you're not the best anymore. So do something. And, and maybe I should just go, well, you make, you do really good and everyone caught up and now everyone's really good. So maybe that's fine. Hmm. And, and so maybe I sort of backed myself into that corner of going, you need to do, make something new just for the sake of make some, I don't know. I, I guess there used to be this, wow, this is crazy. And now I just kind of go, okay, it's the same experience. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to rethink where, where my expectations need to be set. I, I think and maybe part of that is because I did take a bunch of photos right next to the OnePlus 8T. And OnePlus, right. you know, his camera history is not great. No. Um, and to see the outdoor pictures I took look almost identical. Sure. I, you know, I think that probably takes away. But then again, when you go indoors. There's a big difference. Taking, yeah, there's a huge difference. I mean, so I took, if you guys haven't seen the the 8T review and then our photo post, you'll see a bunch of the pictures happen to be the same because I took them side by side. Um, with the AT and Pixel 5. And one photo in particular is my son has a bunch of like Mario stuffed animals and they were in a chair. And I was like, well, this is kind of a challenging shot. The lighting's not great and animals have fur. And so you always kind of go, can this camera process that fur and also in sort of a challenging lighting situation? Pixel 5, they look like furry stuffed animals. The OnePlus 8T, they just look mushy. Like it didn't capture their fur at all. And so those are obviously some of the things. So indoors, the Pixel just is miles ahead of, well, OnePlus for sure. With Samsung, I don't know. With iPhones, I don't know. They've probably caught up some there. But so Google definitely still has some advantages. So I guess I'm, 
I, I said I don't want to be just critical to be critical. I, I think I just I, Google was so far ahead of everyone that I'm kind of waiting for them to go. All right. We were really far ahead. Here's what's next. We're going to jump again. And maybe they just can't. I don't know. Hmm. And they're and their photo guru guy left. So maybe they are just stuck here. With a oh, no, not photo guru guy sensor. So yeah. I guess what are we saying? The cameras are fine. They're good. They're still good. Right. Yeah. I like the cameras. I I don't think they're bad at all. I no. I st- I still prefer the Pixel camera experience versus all others. So, there's well, I that. guess also when I was talking about like you decide which phone you're taking out for the day because that's just what we do mm-hmm. is working in this industry where we have phones to grab. I would still take the the Pixel Five camera probably more than most other cameras. Where it used to be, no matter what, like if I was taking a trip, I'd be like, all right, I need a Pixel phone with me. Now, if I had a Samsung phone, I would be fine with that. Whereas before, I used to always reach for the Pixel. Right now, I would still probably take it over the AT, but I would still feel fine. So I guess that's just good that everyone's finally catching up. Yeah. Um, apologies. You know, I should I should think more about um, some people who live in metro areas such as New York City. Maybe they don't get to see stars. So apologies. But here in the Pacific Northwest, I can see the stars at night. And uh, <laughs> it's great. You can't, you said? No, I can't. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I can take some nightside astrophotography shots like in my driveway. I live in southwest Portland, so obviously mm-hmm. there's not going to be a lot of lights around. Like we're not in downtown Portland. No, exactly. So apologies to all those who uh, who can't take pictures of the stars. You're really missing out on some cool stuff. There's like these little lights in the sky and they twinkle. It's pretty sweet. Uh, all right. So cameras aside, we, we also tossed up a battery life post because um, we've had several days mm. to test battery. I, I would say, good, man. Yeah. I mean, really, I would say really good. Yeah. Pixel phones in the past have not had good battery life. I, I couldn't tell you a, a, a Pixel phone where I went. This is a really this has really good battery life. Like the 2XL, Never. I think was OK. Sure. I remember correctly. Yeah. But the Pixel 3, I had the small Pixel 3. It did not have good battery life. I don't really remember the 3XL. Um, Pixel okay. 4, obviously the smaller Pixel 4 had one of the worst battery situations I've seen in years. The Pixel 4 XL, not excellent battery life by any means. These phones, battery life is really, really good. It's really um, good. Yeah, the Pixel 5 has a 4,000 milliamp hour battery, which is the biggest Google's ever used. That doesn't match anyone else's, by the way. <laughs> like this 8T has 4,500 milliamp, right? But 4,000 is big for Google. And this Pixel 5, I'm getting six hours of screen on time because I've been trying to just hammer on it. Like, that's a lot of use for me in a day. But it's six hours, and I'm going to bed 20%. That's nuts. I think that's nuts. 90 hertz refresh. I know it's only 1080p, but... And you're seeing what looks like similar. I'm seeing like five. Yesterday, I got six plus hours, and I still went to bed with like over 20% of battery life. Like, this thing, it's only getting better. I mean, this isn't even its final form, dude. I mean, it's just, it's evolving, and it's getting And neither better. of us are using the extreme battery saver that Google oh, put God, in. Oh, I've never, ever touched one of those things in my life. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, and I just um, pulled out of the box and used it. And it oh, yeah. Well. Someone's talking about uh, millimeter wave. Like, man, the the battery life was my biggest worry with 5G, even with millimeter wave. So neither Kellen or I live in an area that has millimeter wave. I, you aren't by millimeter wave, right? Sorry, these these shitty headphones just cut out. I didn't hear what you said right there. Uh, millimeter wave. We don't have it. Just cut out again. Oh my I just, god! I'm gonna just like quit today. 
just get it. Well, how about you like use some actual wired headphones and stop trying to be cool with your little Bluetooth? Because the computer is like <laughs> under this desk that I podcast from, and I'd have to buy like a long extension ass headphone <laughs> wire, and it's just like Amazon. I just, I just really, like give up. <laughs> Anyways, that's um, fine. It's Friday, so we'll be the way, the, like, we we do not have it here. Yeah. Right, I mean, we so don't we have don't it know. here, so Tim and I have not tested with millimeter wave. Um, the thing I would say there is, if you do live in a market with millimeter wave, mm. um, you're probably not going to be on it constantly anyway, because the reach of it is so awful that yeah. it's really hard to get that connection. I mean, unless you live in a city in a condo downtown on a block that has a tower, I don't think you're going to be on it enough to even have it be a factor in your battery life. Um, the phones do support 5G um, mid and low band also. And, you know, a couple of like T-Mobile has low, a little bit of mid band in places. AT&T has low and Verizon just claims they turned on their their low this week. But those connections aren't going to affect battery life because they're just basically like in Verizon's case, they're just like reusing LTE spectrum. And so it's. So what I'm saying is millimeter wave. I don't know how much that would affect battery. Like if you were on millimeter wave streaming something for an hour, number one, you'd probably melt your phone and yes, it mm. would probably run through battery life, but you're never going to be on that. So I, I don't know. And we don't have any here and Portland probably never will. So, right. Um, Kylo tech is asking if you can turn off 5g. Yes, you can turn off 5g and set it to just connect to LTE. So they're the other day I was driving around and I watched as the logo on um, my pixel five flipped. I'm running it on, on Verizon right now. It flipped to five G and you just kind of go, come on, dude, this is not marketing. This is not like really five G. Like it's just a logo flip. And it it was like, it basically took a step. It's really funny. Actually, I looked at the Verizon map of where their low band five G is, which they launched this week. And my driveway of my house is the cut of where it flips the logo from LTE to 5G. Like I can walk down my driveway and up the street a little bit and it should flip to 5G. And it's probably the same terrible speeds that I get at my house. That's what it is. Verizon has nationwide 5G. Woo. Woo. Congratulations, Verizon, on your nationwide rollout of an icon. Congratulations. Um, So again, we have reviews coming. Um, In general, right now, do you like the Pixel 4a 5G? Like your thought, you spend a week with yeah. it and you were coming from a bunch of different other phones and the Fold 2, you know, and you have a Pixel 5 coming, so, but. Yeah, I can guy. give you guys the um, the spoiler for like what my review was going to, like the headline basically reads, Pixel 4a 5G review, excellent phone, but missing a few creature comforts. So at the price uh, and, you know, considering the Pixel 5 isn't all too much more expensive, you are getting a few things for that money. And they're, they're like tangible things. You know, you're getting the higher refresh rate with the Pixel 5. You're getting an IP rating with the Pixel 5. Um, so, and, you know, the 8 gigs of RAM, which is nice. There was, there's just a couple of things that I think would make the experience overall better. Um, yeah, there and there's a... Wireless charging for the Pixel 5, not for the Pixel 4a 5G. And from what I can tell, wireless charging is the biggest deal breaker, you know, of all time. So yeah. if you if you like those creature comforts, and I do, the 90 hertz and the IP, IP rating is huge, man. Because 
I want to take the phone out, and especially it's getting to that wet and windy weather here in the Pacific Northwest. I can't go walking the dogs and take my phone out and get it wet. Like, I, I don't want to take that chance. So, you know, that stuff is big for me. So creature comforts, that's the thing. There's no creature comforts. Great phone, great phone, really good phone. Uh, excellent phone, according to my headline, but it's missing some things. So, eh. Which you kind of expect at the price, so, right? Yeah, but no, I don't. See, that's the thing. <clears throat> oh. Like, OnePlus Nord is coming. OnePlus Nord's got everything. Like, the OnePlus 8T, I mean, it depends on how much you want to spend, right? Like, if we're talking sub 500, there's not a ton of options, but eh, there are options. So, people need to be aware of what this phone is missing versus those other d- devices. And I'll lay all that out, out in the review. You can expect that up next week. Sweet. Uh, yeah. As far as the Pixel Five, I, it's it's a it's a decent phone. Um, I don't have a bunch of major complaints with it, and I, and like Tim said, I'll lay this all out in a review as well. It the camera's solid, the battery life is excellent, which I like. Um, you know the the performance of it after using the AT. So the AT runs a Snapdragon eight sixty five and has a hundred twenty hertz refresh rate display. I can tell. Using the two side by side, the AT performs better, it's smoother, the screen's better, those sorts of things, right? And so the AT's only 50 bucks more, right? So I kind of like, it's been a weird comparison to have the two side by side because the AT is on almost any level, a far superior phone than Google's Pixel. But there's some things I appreciate about Pixel phones, the software experience I like. I just mm-hmm. like Google's style to software and OnePlus is basically turned into Samsung. So there's a pretty dramatic difference there. There didn't used to be. There is now. Um, you know, but like there's this like just this little stutters here and there in the UI mm. on the Pixel 5 that I don't see on the AT. I don't see on any of my Samsung phones. So it's like Google is there. It's their operating system. They don't quite optimize it perfectly. You know, they they took away some things I like, like the squeezy sides, <laughs> like the, squeezy their, sides. their fast charging isn't fast at all. 18 watt fast charging on pixel phones feels like eight watt charging. It's not fast at all. And the, the AT charges in like 30 minutes fully. So the pixel five is a good phone. I wish it was a hundred bucks cheaper and it should have been, but they put stupid millimeter wave in it. Um, like I'll go into a lot of this more. I, I will just say, I don't, I wanted to really love the phone. It has this cool green color. The size of it is so great because it's tiny, but it has a six inch display. Most of it, I it's metal. It's not all glass. You know, I'm a big fan of that. But I don't, I don't love it. it it'll probably be a phone that's fairly easy to recommend to people that don't care about specs and all that stuff. But mm. for me, I, I still don't know if I'm going to use it a lot after I'm done with this. I'm certainly going to use the full two and then maybe one day we'll get out of, you know, a pandemic and then I'll leave the house more. And, and I'm like, is it the phone I want to take with me? Maybe, maybe. Well, I, oh. I still also think we need to, um, just be aware of the update situation. There's something going on with one plus, and I don't know, maybe if the, it was affected by the pandemic, but so they've got, their Oxygen OS 11 rolling out to the OnePlus 8 series, but then they've said not coming to the OnePlus 7 series until next year, which is a serious departure from the time frame we got last year 
where Android 10 came, and then I think they started rolling out the update in November. So you know, I think people, they might have just corrected that. Like I oh, really? feel, yeah, it's. Been, I mean, it's the the week's been so damn busy that I think they told somebody that it's happening in December. I think Still they tried to list. fix it, and they and I think they yeah because they got some backlash for it. I so I think okay. they tried to yeah, they fix pushed that. it up to December. You're right. Well, that's still a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, at least that's good. All right. Well, then I take it back. I guess buy the OnePlus phone. Whatever. <laughs> I'm so. you know I'm a little disappointed that you're not like in love with the Pixel Five, and my hope is that maybe Google can like update the phone to maybe make the performance a bit smoother or something. Like maybe there's something they can do. So, hey. I think the problem is I've just used all these other phones this year that are excellent that mm. have hundred and, it, and it's not necessarily the 120 Hertz versus 90 Hertz, but the performance on all these other phones. So I complained when I reviewed the pixel four, a the smaller, regular non five G one, I complained mm. about the UI being kind of crappy and jittery and skippy. And a bunch of people went, what are you talking about? This is the best phone ever and blah, blah, blah. And you don't know what you're talking about. And I see the same things in the Pixel 5. There's just these little skips and hiccups. And every once in a while, just something is a little bit slower than I've expected on every other phone I've used this year. And I guess you could say maybe it's the Snapdragon 765. With the Pixel 4a, it could have been the 630 processor or whatever, maybe. This has a 765. I've used other 765 phones. They run better than this. The, The OnePlus Nord is a smoother phone. Same processor, 90 hertz is a smoother phone than the Pixel 5. So maybe it's Google's Pixel experience or whatever slowing yeah, something down. Yeah, and that's down. what I'm saying. Google just needs to optimize their version of Android better. And yeah. they, they, there's no excuse for them not to do that. It's Google's damn operating system. So I, I like the Pixel 5. By no means is this even close to the best Pixel phone ever released or anything like that. It's just... Like we're in this middle year where there's a pandemic and they've adjusted and all that stuff. And I don't know what the future means for Pixel phones. The Pixel 5 is just an okay phone. It's not a bad phone. It's just not even close to being the best phone available on the market. It's kind of where I sit with it. Like it's fine. And I think if people buy it, they probably will like it. And the battery life being so good, I really am excited about. Other than that, it's just kind of a normal ass phone. But it comes in the baby Yoda color, right? The green is yeah. cool. Although oh my God, one look plus how small is green is. though. OnePlus <laughs> is green is kind of cooler. Although it Do you have like another another phone like on that desk that would maybe give me a better idea like how big it is? I don't. Like a black phone. Look how small it is, man. It is actually really tiny. I mean, you can like you can reach across with your thumb. Look at that reach across reach across like all the way across like how many phone well you know like like here's an at right (laughs) and i can get across it but you know like on some giant ass phones you have to like really stretch right well that phone's pretty small too but this phone you can do that like with no problem like look we're touching fingers we're overlapping fingers here that's how small this thing is touching the tip of my other finger uh can't can't do that on the wing though unfortunately Okay, is that enough Pixel talk for like? I, just I mean, went we through the we AT to... review now. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll write up the Pixel stuff. We'll we'll definitely have more detail. Um. So the other phone this week is this one, which I've sort of just talked about a little bit. The OnePlus AT. <laughs> this phone, so seven hundred fifty bucks. Um, it's it's fairly 
specced out 865, not 865 plus, but who cares? If someone ever complains to you about it, not a new phone, not having an 865 plus and just the 865, slap them, just slap them. The 865 plus mm. offers nothing nice. different other than they overclocked it slightly in a way you will probably never know. Like they could have just lied and said it was the 865 plus and everyone would have been like, okay, cool. Like you slap. Um, Droid left does not condone violence. This is true. Um, <laughs> 12 gig RAM, 256 gig storage in the US. There is a, a 8 gig, 128 gig model in other countries, and it's cheaper. Uh, I don't know why OnePlus didn't bring it here, um, but this one is 12 gig, 256, 750 bucks, 865 browser, 4,500 milliamp hour battery with absolutely absurd 65 watt charging. Hmm. I went from, I wrote this up in the review, but I was at 7% on the, the day I was reviewing it. And was like, all right, let's time it. Slapped it on the charger. It took 40 minutes flat to go from 7% to 100. Like a Pixel 5 at 75% to 100 probably takes Two hours. 45 minutes. Yeah, right? <laughs> this thing went from 7 to 100 in 40 minutes. And I think they're saying it takes 38 <laughs> minutes. I didn't get 38 minutes. I got 40, which still was impressive, impressive as hell. Um, so the software is OnePlus is Oxygen OS 11 and Android 11. It's their new skin. And yes, it looks like Samsung. And that's kind of annoying. But we have an always-on display. Like OnePlus, it's weird how such what seems like such a small feature that we've you know taken for granted on all these other phones can make such a huge difference. When I've reviewed OnePlus phones in the past, I never stick with them after I review, even though I like them. I never stick with them after because this is one of the most important features to me. And that's always on display. I can't live without this. I don't want to have to touch my phone all the time to check the time and all that. So we have that now. And theirs is pretty cool. Um, performance on this thing is just so good. OnePlus, everything is just snappy, smooth. The touch responsiveness on this is just incredible. The battery life, solid. Um, it's... Probably not as good, I don't think, as the Pixel 5, which is surprising mm. a little bit, but it's still really good. You're full day. It doesn't have wireless charging, but when you have 65 watt fast charging, like really, who cares? Um, the camera. So we talked. To, I talked about this a little bit um, in just that comparison we did. The camera is really good in daylight, outdoors, all that. It's really, really good. You could take pictures that are just as good as Google's Pixels. The only issue is if you go indoors at night, it's just not going to match Google. Obviously, Google's processing is just that much better than OnePlus. And it's been that way forever. I think the OnePlus 8 Pro is the only one that's sort of come close. The OnePlus 8 Pro has a, a camera that is probably better than Google's. This phone is more along the lines of the regular OnePlus 8, Nord. It's In fact, it's the same exact camera sensor, the main sensor. So... This phone, I mean, I would tell a lot of people to buy this phone because it just does everything really, really good. Um, if there's hangups there, it's it's only unlocked in the US, not on Verizon, it's not on AT&T. T-Mobile has, weirdly, the ET Plus 5G. They have their own version. And their version has IP68 water and dust resistance. This unlocked model doesn't, which 
I don't, and I think it's the same price. I have no idea what the hell OnePlus is doing, but I would say like, yeah, this phone's dope. You should, you should probably buy it if you're in the market and have 750 bucks. That said, I know everyone is obsessed with the Galaxy S20 FE, the old fan edition, and it is 50 bucks cheaper and it has less storage and less RAM, um, but it has wireless charging, I think. And it's Samsung and people seem to really love it. Tim, I feel like we should get an S20 FE in the house because everyone seems to, That's it's like the phone that everyone defaults to now. Well, the S20 FE has that, it's better than that. It's the new phone that I'm already annoyed by. Maybe I just need to get one in house so I can stop being annoyed by it. Um, Maybe. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess where I sort of wrap up with the 8T is, I think it's I think it's OnePlus's best phone because the price is great for what you're getting if we take the S20 FE out of the, the equation. Um, it's just the performance and display and design. It's it's a, almost a one-handed device. It's a lot bigger than the Pixel 5, but it's just really good. I like it a lot. That's it. I like it a lot. I like the AT. The, the S20, so two two phones that don't interest me this year whatsoever, S20 FE and the 8T. Yeah. For some reason, I'm just like not even, like as a consumer, I just like wouldn't even consider them. And I don't know why. That's really weird because they're, they both seem like good phones. But eh, neither I, really sparked my interest. I think why is because they're not really different than all of the other phones. Like That's all possible. the phones are kind of just the same. Like if you look at this phone, compare it to, well, you reviewed the OnePlus 8. The difference is the design of the back a little bit. The camera housing sure. has 120 versus 90 hertz. That's nice. That's it. It has the same camera module, the same processor. You know, the OnePlus 8 will get updated to Oxygen OS 11. Oh, it already has. Sorry, it already has been. Mm. So there's, and, and so we, we keep getting these new phones and they're just not a lot different. I think where Samsung wowed everyone a little bit was the S20 FE had specs that match this pretty closely anyway, not quite, but closely. And they were like, and it's only $699, which is the same price Google is selling this at, which doesn't come close to matching either in specs. So we're just, we're like, like peak smartphone, but kind of, which Have I think is why- we reached a plateau? Well, for sure. And I think that's why you and I like the Fold 2 so much because as two people who do this every day for a living, test new phone after new phone, it's different. And so we like the fact that there's just something different to play with. So, uh, you know, it's kind of it. I think the 8T, everyone is just going to overlook it and no one is going to buy it. And I I don't want to say it's going to be a disaster for OnePlus, but I feel like no one's going to care. And the, the fact that their launch was... On Amazon Prime Day week, on mm. the day after the iPhone 12 and the day Google's Pixel embargo launched, like I, I think every, I think the 8T, they should have done it a week earlier or a week later because I think where they launched it was just not a good spot. Um, but it's a really good phone, and I think people who buy it will really like it. Um, but I just think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna unfortunately be forgotten. Like, yeah, because of what you just said. Yeah, well, the marketing definitely is isn't there. I would say, um, at least, I mean, just looking at our our sort of engagement on things, like the Pixel Five unboxing has like a hundred times the views than the yeah. OnePlus AT. There just seems to be no real hype for the AT. There hasn't. It, been. It, yeah. So, eh. I don't know why that is. Maybe everyone's tired of 
OnePlus's way of marketing, which is slowly tease things for like three weeks leading up to an announcement and then mm. announce it. Maybe maybe that's just sort of run its course, that style of marketing, and no one really cares anymore. I, I don't know. I feel like it's been a rough year or so for OnePlus. I think the Nord has been successful because that was something new, right? It was new, right. it was cheap. And I think they keep talking about how they're selling lots of those. I don't really feel like they're talking much about the 8 and 8 Pro anymore. And I know the 8T is their new phone that they're going to sell for the rest of this year. But again, as good as it is, I just, I, I'm with you on that. I don't feel like it doesn't have that hype. It doesn't have that story. It's just another mm. good OnePlus phone. And it's not cheap, so no one cares, right? Like if it was, if this phone was six hundred bucks, we we might be having a different conversation. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that's the OnePlus AT. Full review of the site. Go read it if you if you want. Yeah, go read it. Do you want to talk about LG Wing for a couple minutes before we uh dive into some trivia? I guess I haven't even been able to use it because LG sent me a Verizon unit and it won't connect to the network. So that's cool. And I'll be damned if I'm going to call Verizon customer service myself to fix LG's problem. Um, shout out to LG. Thank you for the unit. Um, so, no, beyond that, all kidding aside, I've got the LG wing here. There's an unboxing up on the site. Even that has more views it than does. the OnePlus AT. It does, so, yeah. <laughs> So we'll right. likely never talk about the AT ever again. Um, 6.8 inch OLED 60 hertz panel on the outside here. A thousand dollar phone. Just a reminder. Uh, yeah. And then, so the cool thing about the LG Wing is that this is the world's first 5G swivel smartphone. And in my unboxing, uh, that should be the one point that really got across to you is that this is the world's first. Um, now, so when you swivel it, swivel, make sure it's in frame. Uh, it goes into this T pattern, T for Tim. They actually told me, they confirmed to me that T does stand for Tim. So that's nice. Uh, and it uh, shows you a 3.9 inch, I believe, another OLED panel. Uh, very nice. Basically a one by one aspect ratio. Nice little square there. And people are like, What's the point? Like, what what can you do? Uh, well, I'll I'll show you. Tell us, um, it's actually it's actually quite cool. So, oh, not now. So, let's say you've got the Droid Live Show going on. You got the Droid Live Show going up here, and uh, and you want to Buffering. be able to be up in the chats or whatever. You want to control playback of your YouTube video. <laughs> it's what's buffering. Uh, yeah, it's buffering. I don't know why. Uh, oh, maybe because it's trying to connect to the LTE network and it won't because it's Verizon. I don't know. Anyway, LG, thank you. Uh, so you've got this sweet UI here that uh, you can. <laughs> yeah, I know it's buffering. Damn it. Leave me alone. Um, so this is funny. I know. It's, it's like the whole selling point. It's like that. <laughs> even so that's cool. Now. The one thing, I've used the phone for exactly five minutes because, again, I can't get it set up. And the one thing, <laughs> hey, it stopped buffering. Anyway, the one thing that's been really cool about it is the camera's gimbal mode. Yeah. And so, and this is something that I hope that uh, gets built into uh, additional devices. So here, real quick, if I turn this around. Oh, I guess I can't in gimbal mode. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, so... Oh, geez, let me go ahead and freaking. All right. So you've go. got, yeah. So you've got this sweet thing and the gimbal actually 
you know, it acts Whoa, like a freaking what? it acts like a freaking gimbal. How does on, it do that? Well, it's got three rear-facing cameras, and by using all of the sensors, um, it's able to just cut and stitch from the different uh, different uh, thingies. Okay, that's so kind of cool. It is kind of sweet. So there are different modes available to the user. Okay. Um, and there's a uh, we've got a first-person view mode. We've got a pan-follow mode as well as a straight-follow mode. So if you're a creator or an influencer like Kellen and I are, you can really do some cool stuff. The only problem is it's a it's a thousand-dollar phone, and uh, it, it's it's like missing some things, right? I forget all the specs. Let me go ahead and well, show you all. It's a Snapdragon 765, I believe. Right. It's probably maybe a gig, 128 Yes. Gig. I just want to make sure that I, yeah, it's eight gigs. I just want to make sure I give all the, the, the right specs because it's an interesting phone, right? It's the first entry into their Explorer program. So yeah, 6.8 inch OLED, full HD plus 60 Hertz, four inch OLED, another full HD display. It's one by one, 60 Hertz, 765. 8 gigs of RAM, 128 gig storage, micro SD, 4,000 milliamp hour battery, um, the three rear facing cameras, 64 megapixel primary sensor, and then two secondary sensors, both ultra wide sensors. Uh, we've got Wi Fi 5, NFC. I probably has LG Pay, but LG Pay is not supported by any major bank in the US. Like, my bank doesn't support it. So, so. They're trying, and it's different. It's certainly different. Uh, but is it at least running Android I, 10? Yes, it is running Android 10. No telling if or when it'll get Android 11. I'm sure it will. Uh, let's see here. I mean, gosh, it's just not a ton to say. It's a new type of device, but LG has a tendency to make phones for like the smallest niche of people. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so... I, maybe that's cool for them, but eh. it's it's it clearly wasn't made for me because again, like we don't go out and like shoot sweet YouTube videos. And what what respectable YouTuber is going to say I'm gonna drop my iPhone with my sweet moment lenses and just use the LG Wing because it has a built-in gimbal? Like where these people have like the uh, DJI gimbals or whatever, like they have pro setups. So like, what? What kid is like going to get into the YouTube game and ask their mom for the LG Wing for Christmas? Like that's just who is this phone for? It's cool. I haven't but figured it's it not, out. It's not a good phone to buy. I keep waiting for them to tell me like who it's actually for. <laughs> I was hoping you would tell me now that you've no, got man. one. Is the swivel thing at least kind of cool? Like, does it feel cool when you go flick it up? Like, the phone feels... doesn't feel cheap, right? It feels cool. No, no. It it feels cool. And when you click it down, like, it it feels good. good. It's a great noise. It feels good um, in hand. But, like, then when you watch... So, I'm going to swipe it up. Yeah, I I really don't want to, like, drop it or anything. But, like, there's, like, you know... It takes a little while. It does, and that's all Android it's phones. because it's flipping like to a you, whole new... There's your Verizon it's a thing whole that's new like, UI. I can't connect. <laughs> I know, your session has expired. What session? I ever started anything because I can't Verizon? connect. Yeah, because yeah. so it flips to like a whole custom UI. Like It's not just 
rotating the home screen. It's like it has to open oh. an app, basically, right? Yeah, it's called Swivel Home, <laughs> and uh, man, so LG. Yeah, my, so then, one of my favorite uh, things about LG is they name everything. Like, of course, it's called Swivel Home in Swivel Mode. In swivel gimbal mode, in swivel selfie gimbal mode, like they name everything. Yeah, swivel home. I will oh, say God. it. It looks sort of cool because you have the two screens, and it gives you a good grip. You know, oh, it's working. You know, if you wanted yeah. to watch a video, you could grip the bottom and still type oh, totally. or get on Twitter. I know it's a small screen. There, there's some things about it that I sort of get. But it's just so odd that, you know, volume sliders. It's a like some of that stuff is kind of brightness. I mean, you know, there's some it's a sweet UI. But again, who uh, I'd rather have like, you know, for a thousand bucks. There's a lot of options out there for a thousand bucks. There are a lot of options for a thousand. A lot of better options. All right. Well, that should be interesting. Oh, it doesn't have a pop-up selfie? Uh, yes, it totally does. And like in my unboxing, I was like, where's the front-facing camera? <laughs> I had no idea. And then I, I finally went into the app to try and figure it out. And pfft, a little pop-up. Oh, of course you can't see. But yeah, a little pop-up pop selfie cam there. That's great. Yeah, what a great... It's kind of slow, though. You know, like a, it, the oh. gear is kind of slow. Well, if anyone has any questions... Oh, yeah. Sorry. If anyone has any questions about being an influencer, please feel free to tweet at us and we'll tell you what it's like. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Too crazy. Uh, okay. Hold on. Zachary Webb says not every phone needs to be for every consumer. We should have a variety of phones for different devices. Dude, I'm sure? totally with you. If you're a profitable business, LG's phone business is not profitable. No. Hasn't been profitable <laughs> for quite some time. So when you're losing money... You need to like make a phone that people want to buy, not niche phones. Sorry, they make a lot of. Those. They they had it with the V series. I don't know what happened with the V series, but uh, it just sort of fell off. I think they started paying way too much attention to the DAC Bros. DAC Bros are like, DAC I need bros, a DAC, oh and like then they just sort of like fell behind, and their hardware got ugly. The V sixty was like not great. I don't know what's going on with LG. I so again, every week we tell them like hire Kellen and I or do something like bring in someone as an outside consultant at least or make me the president of in. mobile. Bring do something. In. Tap us in, coach. Like <laughs> we are ready. We'll fix your business. So we're just going to axe projects like the wing. <laughs> Explore program. <laughs> well, I just the, the, wish with this, for example, this phone, I wish they would have gone all out. They made this swivel mm -hmm. thing, but... It's still a 60 hertz. It's still a Snapdragon 765. And then it's still $1,000. They didn't even go all out. Mm. I mean, they threw it. I don't know. I, like, I'll, I'll be interested to hear after you've spent a little bit of time with it, assuming you can ever get it to connect to a wireless network. To <laughs> yes. See if maybe at some point, like something switches and you go, okay, I get it. I get this it. is kind of cool. It, I, yeah. and I don't know if that'll happen or not. But once you've like spent some time, it'll be. I'll be interested to hear if you have that idea. Because otherwise, I just, it's like another LG phone where I'm like, all right, you did some cool stuff, but where's the big pitch? Like, we talked about this with the V60. I didn't know who that phone was for at all. It was just another version of 
another phone, nothing really changed. The same DAC bros, as you called them, they were excited, but no one else, like there wasn't something, you know, I don't know. I, and I don't know how, I know you know how to fix LG and you should, they should hire you. I still keep going. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how LG can turn it around because this is different. And we're like, what the hell? But there are other phones like velvet was just a rebranded G nine or whatever, but they, 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 it's like, they don't want to just go all in. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, like maybe LG needs to make a $2,000 foldable phone. I don't know. Maybe that'll get more attention. I'm not really sure. Well, I think we, we started the software experience and we started with the updates and all that. And we put more resources into supporting our customers who are actually buying our products. We're not just trying to bring in new customers, but support the ones we, the, the first we got to take care of the people who are buying our phones. So, and that starts with the software experience, at least in my opinion, but they won't hire me. They haven't like emailed me or nothing. I, every year I tell them so. We'll see. Yeah, see, as Zach uh, said, he said the V30 and 40 were great, and then they got weird. I, I would agree. Like the V30, I remember that phone was awesome. And then yeah. I didn't, I didn't use the V40. I don't think, but I, yeah, since then there was V50s. I think. And, and then was the there 60, a V50? I, don't, I, don't I thought it went 40, then 60, maybe. I, you know, eh, I the, can't the remember. Market, the smartphone market sucks. It's just to it's be tough. a winner in it. It is really tough. And right now yeah. everyone's selling cheap phones. And I think LG makes a bunch of cheap phones. I have no idea if they're good. We don't look at a lot of cheap phones, but the K series and the, all that. Yeah, the smartphone market is tough right now. It's so. obviously not easy, or else everyone would be doing it and everyone would make a bunch of money. You just have a few players in there, and then sometimes you get lucky, like one plus, and you kind of you you blitzkrieg the market. Uh, with a super cheap phone that's pretty darn good and accessible to everyone. And then you do some hypey gimmick stuff like an invite system and kind of like builds like this little, um, this uh, a cult kind of following. And then it builds into something more respectable. So OnePlus got pretty lucky. and um, yeah, But now OnePlus is turning into just another smartphone maker, I feel like. Exactly. And, and their software kind of blows. Like this whole Samsung thing they're doing. Like it's just, you know, eh. I feel like OnePlus really had something that could have lived for a long time and they've gone completely away from that. We've, we've talked about that some, but like the AT is a great phone, but I think people are going to forget about it because they're just, it's just another phone. It's not, they didn't like the S well, the S 20 FE really screwed everyone (laughs) because that's all anyone wants to talk about right now is the S 20 FE because of what you get for the money. Um, like OnePlus needed to see that and go, yeah, we need to make this phone 650. Instead, it's 750, and they kind of screwed themselves. So, yeah, I don't know. The smartphone world is tough. It's not easy. It's just not easy. Good um, luck, LG. I will give this phone a solid uh, try. So next week, I'm gonna work on finishing up my Pixel 4a 5G, and then I'll start using the the Wing. So in the meantime, if you have any questions about the Wing, or if you're seriously interested in it, please feel free to ask me on Twitter or something. I'll be more than happy to uh, assist you in telling you that you shouldn't buy it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I don't think we really have, remember we don't have time, but we don't really have a hot iPhone 12 talk. I don't, Sorry. Like yeah, Tim we, and I didn't really pay attention to the, to the Apple event. I know they announced a mini speaker, which who cares? It still has a notch. Am I the only one who cares like about notches yeah. still? Like, I think it's, I think it's a pretty ugly device. Like maybe that's just me. Like the backside looks good. The backside like looks the, good. I like the new flatness good. to it because it's kind of a throwback right. to the iPhone yeah. four. 
I but yeah, the front, we the still front. have 60 hertz displays and that Ugh. giant ass notch. Like, what are And they're expensive as hell. Yeah, a thousand bucks for the pros, I think. I mean, they're really, yeah, they're really expensive. And they have, there's a regular iPhone 12 <laughs> and a mini, you know. I mean, you, you know, we, one, one positive thing out of the Apple event is we get to mm-hmm. replace the A13 Bionic meme with Tim, it has an A14 <laughs> Bionic. We get to do that now. We get to do that now. <laughs> Scott says courage to not include a charger, <laughs> dude. Seriously. Yeah. What? So that's like the it's actual so headline weird. that anyone wants to talk about. Like, they announced, I think, six phones, and and they took the charger out of the box, and that's all that anyone. That this shows you kind of how snoozy I think the iPhone 12 launches. They took a charger out of the box, and that's kind of the big headline. Um, you know, we all have a million chargers. I don't really think it's that big a deal that they took a charger. I know some people are really pissed. And they're like, I pay a thousand dollars. I deserve a charger. Mm, you know, seriously. you don't really, you don't. I've seen some people, I think, argue that it's like a margin play and it's just Apple being greedy. Do you really think there's huge margins on whether or not they include a charger or not? No, I thought they were doing it for the planet, but then come to find out it really doesn't benefit the planet at all. So, meh. well, the, the, like, the charger thing, like, have you gone on Amazon? You can buy a charger on there for $4 and it'll fast mm. charge your phone. Do you think like them taking out is really changing? It's not changing their margin. It's like, stop with that crap. Uh, I, you know, they said it'll help planet Tim. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the, the calculations there, but they said they can fit more on a pallet and that's less stuff they have to send and there's less e-waste and whatever. I, I hope in, on some level it does. Totally. I just, uh, as I get new phones all the time, I open the drawer of chargers that I have and I just go, yeah, I'm not even going to take that out of the box. Like my dad gets a new phone every like two years and he also has a drawer full of chargers. I'm assuming everyone has a drawer full of chargers. We've, uh, someone's saying we need to review the iPhone. Like we, we reviewed the iPhone six and that's like good enough for us. I almost feel like, like, it hasn't really changed much. They have widgets now, but widgets. and that's not even like a joke. They legit have widgets now, and and that's about all that's changed. Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm very so we yeah the iPhone six I got I think I unboxed it and then I think I just kind of wrote up some general thoughts on why yeah. I still didn't like it, and we haven't really touched one since. And I'm not really a fan of the. I'm an Android guy for life. I reviewed an iPhone. Here's what I think. BGR takes. Well, no, No, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of Android blogs that do that. And I get Mm -hmm. it. It probably is a nice traffic boost and stuff. I just think it's, I think it's pointless. Um, iOS hasn't changed that much. The conclusions are always the same. You, everyone still complains about notifications and, and some of the stuff. And this one should be a little bit different because iOS, I think it's 14 as widgets and then sort of an app drawer. And so things are kind of changing, but in the end, like the Android guy reviewing the iPhone is just, it's, it's old. Like it's old take like put old me to bed. News. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's never been interesting. That, that could just be me. Maybe a lot of people find it very interesting to hear that Android guy thinks about the iPhone. It's just not interesting to me at all. It never has been, which is why we looked at one and that bored me to death. And it was just not. Could you it's imagine, not, like, if an iPhone that. could, like, swivel? Like, I mean, like, the world might explode. Like, our phones are just more interesting to talk about, I feel like. Yeah. So. Anyways. Shall anyway. We, uh, should we trivia it up? 
Yeah, man. Because we already did the episode once, we're running a little late. Yes, we are. It's trivia time. Uh, trivia time, if you're new around here, means we're going to now run through five questions, one at a time. We'll put them on the screen. Tim will also read it aloud. Oh, yeah, I didn't do the trivia. Yeah, That's okay. Um, and uh, then you just answer. If you're watching live on YouTube, in the YouTube chat, you type the answer correctly. If you're first we will and correct, we will call your name out and say that you have won. And this week, we're giving everyone $10 in Google Play credit. So... Pretty simple. We'll read it. We'll put the question up. You answer. You win ten bucks. Julian says LG Wing looks so snappable. Yes, like it is. It <laughs> it's feel, very. Are you a little nervous? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like if you drop it while it's open, you're done for. I, I, I assume the two just snap apart. But like you know, it feels when you open it and close it, like it feels good. But like you know, it's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try dropping it. Like I wish. I wish I was Jerry rig everything, right? And I could just rip it apart and tell you, but he's going to totally destroy that thing. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We see all your testing. We see all your trivia hype. We've got $10 of Google play credit for five lucky (laughs) winners. So some of these questions, just FYI, not easy. We got some toughies in here. So best of luck. I'm ready when you are. Come on, man. What time is that? Will you just say huh? something real quick? Because I feel like my audio is just completely gone. Oh, hey, what's up, everyone? Oh, Tim okay. here, back again. Bluetooth. <laughs> I, it, well, yeah. it was like I got like a call and it messed with the audio. Anyway, <laughs> I'm never wearing these headphones again. I just give up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cold Confession says, Kellen needs to stop giving Tim his reject phones. <laughs> no. I, I still got Jelly 2. That's not a reject phone. It's the best little three-inch Android phone ever, man. We've sort it's of sweet. settled into, like, Tim has certain phones that he always reviews, and I have Bigger certain phone. ones that I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, here he says the Notes, typically, and often, yeah. and almost always now LG Larger stuff. Galaxy S20s, yeah. I often What's well, because LG doesn't pixel. talk to Kellen, I feel like? I don't know. <laughs> they do, too. Well, they used to. I don't know Motorola doesn't talk to me, so you do Motorola right. phones. Yeah. yeah. It's a... It's a good little thing we got going. It is. It works. All right. All right. I'm ready when you are. Question number one is up now. What does the term OLED, O-L-E-D, stand for in reference to smartphones, I should say? What does the term OLED stand for? That's a toughie. Gosh. I got to... After these, I I like to maybe ask my fiance and see if she knows the answer to any of them. I think I recently asked her what LED stands for, and she didn't get it. Uh, so we're looking for, or uh, I'm seeing Brandon Johnson. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel Brandon like my Johnson chat's went, really delayed today. Maybe in the uh, stream settings, well, no, I screwed something up. No, they're delayed. Like um, they're like a norm bigger delay than like, normal. I yes, think. yes, big time. So organic light emit, emitting diode, Brandon Johnson. Congratulations, Brandon Johnson is first there. Yep. Brandon Johnson. Woo! $10 coming your way, big boy. Ow! All right. Uh, let's just keep it rolling. Hope everyone's uh, ready to roll. Uh, uh, question number two. Question number two is up now. Before founding OnePlus with Carl Pei, what company did Pete Lau hold a VP uh, position at, a vice president position? 
Before before founding OnePlus with Carl Pei, what company did Pete Lau hold a VP position at? That's almost a tongue-twisting sentence. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a weird delay because the way I had to launch the show to get it to work properly. Uh, well, I apologize if there's a delay, guys. Uh, but we do have a winner, and that's I'm a Leaper. I'm a Leaper. <laughs> Oppo. Uh, Oppo. Oppo. Yeah. I'm Heard a leaper. Ways, by the way, I I'm always say leper. Oppo, but I feel like I hear people say Oppo. Oppo, Oppo for me, but I just know. say Oppo. Yeah, Oppo. I'm a leaper with Oppo. the uh, with the first there. Doesn't but then right. it's all capitalized, so I assume it must stand for something. But I don't. I know. always assume it does too, but I don't think it does. <laughs> yeah, I don't does. think so. Anyway, <clears throat> it's a styling thing. It is. Um, someone saying, Tim, something is wrong. The answers are coming before the question. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know. Maybe refresh your stream. I'm, there's like nothing we can do. We're, I'm not going to restart the show now. And <laughs> it's too late. But yeah. Good luck. There were technical difficulties today that, uh, or we yeah. we'll make it up to you. We'll make it up to you. Hopefully they won't be here next time. Yeah, we'll see. And if they are, we're switching to Twitch. Yeah. Uh, switching to Twitch. That's right. <laughs> Apologies again. Uh, question number three, please. Let's just get this over with. <laughs> question number three is up now. What is the alphanumeric designation for the Sony-made camera sensor on the Pixel 5? So we're looking for a string of numbers followed by a string of numbers. Letters and numbers. What is the alphanumeric designation for the Sony-made camera sensor on the Pixel 5? You may have to Google this one. And I'm going to need the full thing, not just the numbers, Zach. I need the full thing. Oh, you want the full thing? All right. He's nah, not going to nah, hear nah. that for five minutes. <laughs> Curtis, I need <laughs> the full thing. Oh, Chris, you're tried. so close. There we go. Oh, no. Can't oh. be. I'm a leaper. Chris oh, Williams. There's, there's Chris Williams. <laughs> All right. Chris Williams. IMX363. Congratulations, Chris Williams. And again, apologies for the delay. That's going to be my last apology for it because it's not my problem. Yeah, you're good. All right. Uh, Chris Williams, congratulations. You got 10 bucks. I'm ready for question number four. Oh, yeah. I totally have it set at normal latency. That's my I got Again, I had to force through the thing. So <laughs> we're lucky it's even working <laughs> to, at all. We had to break place. down the back door of YouTube server really just did. to start. We're going, we're going to Twitch. Uh, question number four is up now. What was the first Android phone to feature optical image stabilization, a.k.a. OIS, for both the front and rear camera? So, again, what was the first Android phone to feature OIS for both the front and rear camera? I forgot about this. And there's no no way anyone knows this off the top of their head. So we'll give you all a moment. There's a delay, so I'll probably also take a smoke break. Zach Webb is ready. Oh, geez. No smoke break. Zachary Webb, congratulations. Correct answer of HTC 10. Holy moly. Wow. That was impressive. That dude's got Google fingers. He does. Incredible. I'm seeing some very funky answers here. But yeah, it was HTC yeah, 10. HTC 10, though. That was crazy. And it was the first guess, too. Well, obviously yeah. he knew, but I mean, of all the answers. That's impressive. <clears throat> He says, I knew it off the top of my head. BS. <laughs> Prove <crazy>. it. <laughs> I mean, if you're holding, uh, retaining that kind of information, man, I, 
All right. Well, we're down to our last uh, $10 code here of Google Thank Play God. credit. Question, Question number, number five, five please. is up <laughs> now. Uh, da, 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 da. What company did NVIDIA acquire in 2011 to help integrate 4G LTE radios into its Tegra line of mobile processors. <laughs> Longest question ever. What <laughs> company really did NVIDIA acquire in 2011 to help integrate LTE radios into its Tegra line of mobile processors? Which they never did, right? Well, they they tried. There was one. There was the um, Tegra 4i. Okay. And it is one wasn't very uh, successful. So someone has the right answer, and, and I'll just tell you, it's not Texas oh, Instruments. Hey, Luke Citronidi, congratulations with the man with the with the good name. Luke uh, Citronidi. Isera. Yeah, I, I pronounce it Isera. Hopefully that's right. I assume it's Isera, yeah. Yeah, Isera, Luke Citronidi, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, they uh, that was during the early LTE wars with Qualcomm. Yep. That's when Qualcomm basically took over the world. Because yep. NVIDIA was like, yeah, we're making processors and they were in some phones and some tablets and we were big. Tegra was everywhere. We talk about Tegra all the time. And then LTE came and they were not ready. And then they tried to buy a company, Isera, to put in and it just never worked. And then they were it just didn't screwed work out, at that man. point. So it was game over. And now they make a couple chips for Nintendo and that's about it. Eesh. Excellent. Well, so um, all of my winners, I'm going to need you to email me uh, at the email. You all have won before, I think, but just in case my email is in the chat, I'm going to need to hear from Brandon Johnson, I'm a Leaper, Chris Williams, Zachary Webb, and Luke Citroniti. Congratulations to our winners. Congratulations, oh, yeah. everyone. And you know what? We apologize again for the delay. We'll we'll figure it out. Don't worry. And oh, if we yeah. don't we'll, figure it out, we'll, we'll figure just... this out for the next show. This was just like I had an issue with YouTube earlier, and I was hoping that we would just power through it because we have in the past, and then it clearly screwed up. And then we had to launch straight live and the latency. You know, I just want this week to be over, to be honest. Tell me about it. It's almost beer time. I think it is. It's beer o'clock in, in some place. It really world. needs to be. Um. Uh, anyway, thanks everyone for joining. Yeah. Pixel Five best. and Four A Five G reviews will be up in the next several days. The T reviews up at the site if you want to read that. Tim will have LG Wing coverage eventually, and uh, I don't know. We're just kind of cruising through the rest of the year, oh, but uh, we will still do shows. That's for sure. We'll still do shows. Plenty of good stuff coming up. LG Wing. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, shout out to Black Andy, Sergey, Mystical Melissa, Scott, yes. Sarah, all those donations earlier. Appreciate those as well. Have a Fair. fabulous weekend, everyone. Stay safe. Mask up. Mask up. Peace. Peace.